Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Well, I know we talk about this frequently, but I would say that, um, I would say that it is time to just stop this Daylight savings time stupidity. You know, twice a year we discuss it, and I, I'm still puzzled why we're doing it. People can just get up earlier, get stay, go late, as their lives dictate. I think I don't, I don't, I don't. I've never fully understood why we were doing this and creating all this drama twice a year. So that's one of those radical proposals from the street. <laughs> <laughs> that I think I would support and just say, let's just stop doing this. You guys, you know, the, the, Which the, way would you keep it? Um, it doesn't really matter to me, to be honest with you. It doesn't matter to me. Just pick one and stick with it. It's fine. Right? Does it, does it matter? What does it matter? The sun's not up right now. It's 6 o'clock, 6.06. Well, it matters. You know, there are... How does it matter? What does it well, No, matter? I'm saying some people will claim it matters... And it all depends on your perspective. I don't like, you know, I think it's sad Sunday afternoon when it gets dark at 5 o'clock. You know, so yeah. uh, that's just okay, my well, you can just, I'll, I appoint you as the czar of daylight savings time. You make the decision. If if that's the price. Was one of the arguments that the kids didn't want to stand at the bus? We didn't want the parents didn't want the kids to stand at the right. bus stop. We in the have dark, heard right? that argument before uh, at, about <clears throat> the kids being at the bus stop and dark about farmers mm-hmm. uh, needing earlier daylight. You know, so there, you know, there is all there's arguments on both sides. That I have heard arguments for having it, for keeping it, why we should have daylight savings time, and then why we shouldn't, and why it should be permanent daylight savings time or permanent standard time. So. I, I don't know. I'm but not going to. I, I decline. If if nominated, I will not. If nominated, <laughs> I will not run. If elected, I will not serve. Uh, we've got to find someone with a with a commitment to America who will serve as the czar of daylight savings time. Look, if if you don't want to, does that come with health care? Uh, yeah, interesting question. <laughs> yeah, and it's a four day a week gig. Four because you know the new trend. Were you listening this morning to ABC? I was not. They had a. Uh, a lady on who was talking about um, the four day a week work week and all these people who say they want they want to work three days a week they'll work what ten hours a day 
three days a week, I'm still, that's only 30 hours. I, so. I have a really good friend of mine mm-hmm. who uh, works, you know, he works harder than you and I do. No offense, you know, uh, works in uh, in construction and uh, he's a brick mason and he works four tens. Four 10-hour uh, days. Four 10-hour yeah. days, and that's his 40-hour week and, and has Fridays off. And occasionally they'll have to work Fridays. He gets overtime. So, right. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, and he embraces that because it's either a three day weekend or overtime. So, and but, but he's putting in the forty hour week, you know. So I have no issue with that. And and that job, I would think, you'd be able to track your achievement. A hundred percent. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah, I like to rub it in everybody's face. I well, I did it at Channel Eight too. We did we did the morning show and then we did the noon show. So whenever anybody would start whining about, oh, God, John's leaving early again, I'm like, uh, I've been here since 4 a.m. That's the first thing. And and you were not. So if you've never worked the morning shift, stick it. <laughs> because it is it is different to have your entire life arranged about getting up in the middle of the night and coming to work. That's the first thing. Preach, brother. Preach. And, right? And no one understands it unless you've worked the morning shift. No one understands what it's like to get up in the middle of the night and go in to work, whether you're working at the donut place or whether you're working at the TV station or whether you're working at the radio station uh, or you're a cop or that, that overnights, you could argue that overnights is better than getting up in the middle of the night and then kind of being split because generally with overnights, you are out of there and everybody, no, he worked overnight. But then if they see you and then you're only there part day, they're thinking, wait, you're skipping out early and you're skipping out early. And then at Channel 8, by the time I finished Wednesday, I had done more broadcasting. You know, it's not backbreaking work. It's not construction work. But I'll just say I'd done more hours of broadcasting, which is what I was getting paid to do, than the main people did in a whole week. By, t- by 12.30 on Wednesday, I had eclipsed you guys. Then I'd do two bonus days, right? So that became kind of a point of contention. And then this show... You know, I love Jeff's show, but this show's four hours. <laughs> Jeff's probably about to text me. He's usually up at this hour, but, you know, it's four hours a day. Again, it's not backbreaking work. <clears throat> Maybe you get a sore throat like I have from <laughs> from talking too much, but that's, that's usually the extent of it. Uh, 610 here. Thank you, Gary. 610 on this Friday. You have made it to Friday. It's the third day of November 2023. I'm John Reed, and we're glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. Hey, um, take note that Tim Kaine suddenly has a lot to say about Virginia when it comes to criminals being allowed to vote again. You know, everybody, people purged from the rolls. Not people, not just generic people. It's not moms and dads. I mean, it's people who committed felonies who then also broke their parole or probation. So I just find it interesting. Tim Kaine didn't have anything to say when there were riots in Richmond. Couldn't hear, didn't hear from Mark Warner. Didn't hear from Tim Kaine. All the Democrats didn't go down and stand on the steps of the Capitol and say, we must stop this craziness. We have to stop this. Let's, let's have racial reconciliation. This is wrong. This behavior is wrong. Did you see that? You, come on, somebody. Show me something that's not AI generated <laughs> of Ralph Northam, Mark Warner, Tim Kaine, all the other Democrats at the Capitol 
in a press conference telling the thugs, white and black, to get out of the streets. Didn't happen. Didn't have a thing, a damn thing to say about it. But now all the Democrats have something to say about, oh, these people have been purged from the rolls. These people were the criminals. So once again, just don't be fooled. These guys, they're willing to stand up for the criminals in society. They want to make sure that the criminals get a chance to vote. But if you're just if you're getting up to go to work at 612 in the morning, your vote, your safety, I don't know. You know, we've got to have some. No, just don't lose sight of that. Now, we're going to have a lot of candidates on today uh, headed into Tuesday's elections. And Duke Trong is one. I've spent a little bit of time with Duke talking to him. He's a candidate for the House of Delegates in the 76th District. That's right, Duke. Right? 76? Yep, that's uh, that's me. All right. So tell me what it's been like campaigning. How how has this uh, experience been? What are you hearing as you knock on doors and talk to folks? You know, I am out there talking to a lot of voters, and when I go to their doors, the top issues that they talk about is education, public safety, and the economy. The part about education is that we're not doing enough for these kids. First, they are still behind from all the COVID shutdowns. Mm. That's the first thing. And the other thing that people have been complaining about is that we're not teaching them personal responsibility. The One of the teachers that I talked to, he said that he wanted to give one of his students a zero for not turning in the work, but the administration wouldn't let him. Really? Yeah, he said that how are we teaching kids personal responsibility if we can't teach them that if you're not doing the work, you're not going to get, you know, uh, rewarded for that because he had, he actually had to give them extra time to turn in the work and he gave them the extra time. They still didn't turn it in and he still couldn't give them a zero. (laughs) So, so what do you do if you get to the house of delegates, what can you do to, try to turn that around, I, presumably in conjunction with a Governor Yunkin who, and, a, and a Department of Education in Virginia that have a different attitude on that? Well, I think that we need to, to, to have the administration, the school administration, you know, have standards for that because if you're not turning in the work, you shouldn't be getting, you know, uh, promoted up that's 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 kind of crazy to me that uh, these administrations are telling the teachers who know what the students are doing yeah you you can't give them zeros for not doing the work you have to you know they, they were giving them 50s i hope everybody's and, hearing this this is absolutely insane that we're in us with the state of virginia is allowing any school district and any teacher to have that attitude with people who aren't willing, we're just passing people through. No wonder we've got incompetent boobs who can't read, write, or you know, do the basic arithmetic to make change at a basic job with that type right. of attitude. And Duke, I don't want to run out of time without giving people a chance to know you personally. I really enjoyed speaking to you a couple of weeks ago when, when we were chatting. Give, give me a minute about who you are and where you came from and why you decided to run. Well, uh, I am I am a first generation immigrant, and 
I um, I'm a small business person. My uh, my parents uh, I've, I've grown up around small businesses all my life. Mm-hmm. My parents started a small business a long time ago. Um, they uh, they started a restaurant. They started a grocery store, and I, I, I like to tell people that my my dad. Uh, achieved the American dream by putting, you know, starting a small business, becoming successful, putting five kids through school, and then being able to retire in Florida. So that's uh, that's kind of you know, my story. Um, we came over from from Vietnam, mm-hmm. and we we struggled a bit. My parents, you know, my mom was a meat packer, and my dad was a janitor because he believed in uh, doing the hard work, and. They struggled a lot when we were growing up, uh, starting their small business. And after that, you know, we were taken advantage of because we didn't know the language. Uh, we didn't know what the laws were. And so, you know, I grew up around that. And so I know what the struggles are for small businesses. And that's your one of district. Do you is your district marked as a Democrat district or Republican district? Hypothetically, because everybody knows all the lines are different here. Do, are you resonating with? swing voters and maybe some Democrats who say, well, wow, we don't have some white guy coming here knocking on the door like John Reed would. We've got an an immigrant from Vietnam who's telling us about members of the family being janitors, and and he must know what it's like to work hard. What what is the attitude in the the district, you think? I'm getting uh, – it's mostly – Democrat from based on the previous election, mm-hmm. uh, based on the uh, gubernatorial election. Right. I am resonating with voters because they're tired of the Democrat policies. They they the, one of the big things is education, you know. And I've yeah. uh, I've been around you know professionals. I've been around the you know people like you know my my dad who was a janitor. Uh, right. People like my mom who worked at the meatpacking plant. Right. So. When we talk about education, we talk about, you know, one size does not fit all. You know, we, we yeah. need to focus on the child, you know, promoting the trades. And I talk to a lot of voters, and they have the same story. You know, they weren't, I, they weren't set out for college. I and hope people so, will pause at some point today and go to your website. It's dukeforvirginia.com, right? D-U-C yeah. for F-O-R, Virginia.com. And read about, yeah. uh, you know, be introduced to you at least online and check out. This is, this is one of the really amazing candidates that the Republican Party is fielding here, and I hope people will pay attention. And I hope that you will resonate with some voters who might not normally have paid attention to Republican candidates, because I think you've got a great story to tell and a smart perspective that's that would be welcome at the Capitol. Duke, thank you for coming on today. All right, thank you, sir. 618, we're back with more in a moment, here on News Radio WRVA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.